Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello and welcome to Red Men News. I'm Ross Chandler, your host, joined today by Ben Kelly. Um, we're trying to establish when last time we did a news show, Ben, was... Um, can't remember. Somebody will know. Somebody will know. Somebody but, you know, there. the basis is still the same. We're here, here to bring you some news. Uh, and not news, mm. and we'll chat about it, and or not chat about it, depending on what people want. Um, first off, Ben, uh, Fabrizio Romano uh, tweeted about three hours ago, according to Twitter, uh, RB Leipzig are not open to sell Deut Meccano in January. He is expected to leave the club in the summer. Many clubs interested and set to open talks with his agents. The release clause value is €42 million. Euros. Um, not really a surprise, that, is it, Ben? No, not, no, not at all. Um I don't think any of us have really considered Upper Meccano as a realistic target for January at any point. Um, I know his name has been thrown up a couple of times, but I just think down to the fact alone that we're playing Leipzig in the Champions League next month pretty much would have ruled us out anyway. Um, so, you know, as much as I think, you know, around Leipzig this month, it's probably good for us, you know, if, if we can hold on until the summer and we are interested in the summer, it might mean that we get to go in through in the summer. But, you know, in terms of a short-term replacement for, for Van Dijk and Gomez, I don't think it was ever on the cards. No, uh, which still opens the debate of what Liverpool are going to do in January, if if anything. Uh, you know, we'll have that conversation again in the summer, as you mentioned. Uh, on to another defender now, and uh, Virgil van Dijk. Um, well, two things on Van Dyke actually. We'll go for the we'll go for the happy news first before we we go to the bad stuff. Um, it's been claimed that he might be back to in March. Um, former England national Carlton Palmer uh, says Van Dyke's updates have offered promising hope that a Dutchman could return before well before the end of the season. Uh, he's quoted as saying in football fancast. From what I'm seeing from him, he's on the bike now. He's starting to jog a bit. He's into straight line running. You know, within the next next month or two months, he could be back. He's an exceptional athlete and a consummate pro. He said, if you look at the past at Alan Shearer having a crucial injury, the same as Van Dyke, I think Shearer is back in record time because he looks after himself and keeps himself fit. Players like to do that and recover quicker from injury. Um, again, not really news, Ben, but you know something we can hang our hat on in, in hoax. You know, we've all seen the 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 tweets and the Instagram posts from Virgil Van Dyke who's doing that training with you know whether it's on the bike or he's been you know sat off with Clarence Seedorf in Dubai, you know, which is which is quite nice. Um but you know, I think one thing we all took from not going, okay, he's on the bike, that's one thing. But when he starts moving in, in different directions, he's kind of working that knee, that's when we'll start to see him come a bit closer. Um, but maybe that's something else that Liverpool will hang in their hat on and you know, maybe they're monitoring his recovery and thinking, well, we won't go for someone in January because he might be back in March. Yeah, maybe. Um, I mean, you know, I still wouldn't want to rush him. Um, you know, and I think from a from a Holland perspective as well, they'll be eager to try and get him back before the end of the season because they've got the Euros coming up in the summer. Um, but you know, it, 
it, it, you can't help but get a bit excited about it. You know what I mean? Like I think Virgil Van Dijk is is um, quite easily one of the best players I've ever seen wear a Liverpool shirt. I, I I want him to be away for as least little time as possible because he's not going to be around forever. You know, he's he's thirty in July, um, and and you just don't want things to to take up too much of his career and, and what time he has left at the top level. Um, but you know, by the same token, you know the the guy's right. It's like, well, if you do look after yourself and you do, uh, you know, not push it, not not push your luck with it, but also, you know, you make sure that you're you're training it and you're you're looking after it in the right way. And there is a possibility that if your you know if your body's in the best physical condition it could have been prior to the injury, um, that you know you you'd be able to get yourself um back a, a little bit sooner than expected. Obviously, the other side to this is that he will be completely lacking in match fitness now. So, you know, even though he might be recovered from the injury by March, we might not see the best of him until, you know, April. You know, hopefully we're going deep into the Champions League season. Um, and, you know, by the time you get to the semi-finals in the last week of April, first week of May, um, you know, that might be the time where you begin to see the best of Van Dijk again. And that's obviously going to be a crucial part of the season. Um, so hopefully he's a roundabout back for them. Do you think there's desperation from him as well? But obviously there will be because he's injured and he's never been out for this long in his career, as, as far as I'm aware. But also the fact that he's seen the result of him not being in the Liverpool side. Do you think he's desperate to get back so he can, he can essentially just help his teammates and get some good results and you know and pushes towards another title charge? Maybe. Um, but I think... Maybe that's what he'd say. But I think from I think from a footballer's perspective, it's always you know internally it's it's like more of a self thing where he'll just want to be playing football again, and that's all that matters to him. Um, you know, he'll 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 be out on the he'll be want to be out on the pitch winning trophies, yes, for the team, but also for himself. He'll know that, as I said before, he'll know that he's thirty in the summer. He'll know he don't he doesn't have years and years left at the top level, and the way he'll be seeing it at the moment is that he's wasting time. Yeah, because thirty's dead old, isn't it? Yeah, in, it fo- is. in football terms, in football terms, it is. It is. in football 30, terms, it is. 30, 31 Yeah, give up on a football career now, Ross. Oh, yeah, that was that was about fifteen years ago, mate. Never mind that. Um, another slightly different story. Um, there's um, Michael Oliver did an interview with the Daily Mail, something which we're going to do a bit more in depth on around the league this afternoon. Me, myself, Ben, and Ben Haynes, is it? Ben Haynes from minutes. Nice that's the one um so within that ben he spoke about a lot of things he spoke about var he spoke about the ref uh, abuse that referees receive but obviously for this this new show uh we'll stick on um that van dyke incident in which he got injured so he said uh to the daily mail uh the thought initially was it can't be a penalty because it's offside so we need to check the offside first i think i said that to var it's not offside i'm going to give a penalty uh then i've watched it back so many times i generally don't think pitford has done anything apart from try to spread himself but he did it in the wrong way as the injury was shown. Uh, we, ha- we have all, myself included, not thought about the challenge as much as we should have done. We could have given an offside and sent Pickford off. What I was surprised about looking at afterwards was nothing uh, was expected on field in terms of a red card. None of the plays were asking for that. Um, to which a lot, a lot of the response from Liverpool fans are like, fucking hell, nice one, mate. Three months too late for, for all this kind of stuff. But, you know, I think not now, but I think things like this help. You know, the transparency between referees and something, again, we may talk about this afternoon, is the relationship between fans and referees isn't great because we don't get the insights like this. And when it is, it's, it is three months too late. Phil, tell us what you think. Like, you know, this is this is different because it was a major mistake. But, you know, the odd mistake or small mistake, if you can call it that, I'd have a bit more discrepancy with the referees or a bit more understanding. They went, 
yeah, I'm really sorry. So human error. I, I was looking at this and I, I didn't do that. I'm still learning on the job, whatever. But things like this just just don't help their cause. And, and in, in the article, he just does talk about the abuse where VAR is helping up between them and the players. But I think there's a long way to go where you know fans and referees relationships can be you know a lot more can be done. Yeah, um, I, I I agree. I think this is a good step in the right direction. Funnily enough, I always find that referees do speak quite well when they do speak. You know, other than Peter Bolton on fucking BT, does me yeah, any. But like, uh, Mike Dean was on Peter Crouch's podcast not long back, and Michael Oliver whenever. Um, a couple of years ago, Gary Neville and Jamie Carragher did like a little documentary where they went and like sort went to um Mike Riley's sort of coaching school for referees and they did like a day like you know yeah yeah and all of that like and when when you listen to referees talking like they always quite impress me with the way that they communicate you know the processes and what the thought processes are and stuff like that and then for that it's for that reason that i can't quite figure out just how much how they manage to get it, which seems to be what they're doing on a regular basis. Um, so, you know, for Michael Oliver to come out and do that interview was very honest. I thought it was very well, you know, some of the points were very well made. We're going to do more about it on the show later. Um, but in terms of the Van Dyke thing, I mean, you know, that, as you say, that's probably just the most high profile example from this season. Um, it wasn't the right call, but. With or without the red car, Van Dyke would be in this situation now. We'd be out injured. So I'm not. Uh, it's yeah. one of them things you've got to try and learn to move on from it. It doesn't bring Van Dyke back, does it? That never helps the situation. Uh, let us know your thoughts on all the topics no. we covered so far. And Tom will collect some of your questions and comments. Uh, I might read some of them out. I might not. Um, fourth round draw for the FA Cup tonight, Ben. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's the fourth and the fifth round mm. um, draw tonight as well. Uh, Liverpool are in. Um, we're going to do a live watch along tonight. Paul and Chris are going to be doing uh, a live stream whilst it's going on. And then afterwards, we're going to do a Red Men Reacts video uh, up on the website as well to discuss what that means, um, which is slightly different, Ben, in terms of, you know, there's some good teams in there still. There's some lower league opposition, which might benefit Liverpool. But I can't remember if it was you I was having this discussion with last week. Maybe someone else. Uh, I've slept since then. But having a fourth and fifth round draw might determine how teams approach those games. So, for example, if Liverpool get a non-league team or Crawley Town, whatever, in the fourth round, but they get drawn against Man City in the fifth round. Does that kind of change and where the fixtures fall as well? So I think one of them falls between Manchester United and Leicester, for example, for Liverpool. Now, does that determine what you do and how you go forward within that? And this is part of the benefit of doing the fourth and fifth round together is that you can manage your squad like from basically from tonight, can't you? Uh, yeah, I suppose so. Um, Inj- injuries really impending. Too much. Yeah, I mean, I, I knew they were doing that, but I, I haven't really thought of the implications of it in that sense. Um, I guess it makes sense. I don't know if that's why the FA are doing it this way. Um, I, 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 you know, but I'd struggle to think of any other reasons. I guess it wouldn't I help think people. From Jürgen... No, exactly. I mean, but from Jurgen Klopp's perspective, or he's happy that it's being done this way for exactly that reason. Um, you know, not not that he's interested in the FA Cup whatsoever, but just as an example. Um, I, I, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, I, I funnily enough, even though this year logistically it's it's the least um, practical for Liverpool to go in a cut run, this is the first year in a good few years where I've actually felt a bit more in the spirit of the cup and that maybe Liverpool should go in a cut run. You know, in, in other years, um, Liverpool. 
Liverpool have had Manchester Friday. I'm not saying we go season, but having now, you know, got a Premier League in the bag, got a Euro Cup in the bag under Jurgen Klopp, it would have been nice to go out and potentially get it, you know, give a double, you know, with one of them this season. Don't know if that's going to be possible. But, you know, if you can map out a little bit, obviously you've got your fourth round, your fifth round, and then you're suddenly in the quarterfinals. So if you, you know, if you get a favourable draw tonight for both rounds, you can kind of begin to map your route to Wembley. Um, and who knows, you might have fans in the ground by May. So suddenly it becomes a more exciting prospect of potentially having a couple of days out of Wembley. Just let me throw a spanner in the work, a potential spanner in the works there for you, Ben. So this uh, ties will be played on the 23rd and 24th of January, which is to what, two weeks' time? Less than. Next week, uh, yeah, yeah. So we've got Manchester United on the Sunday. We played Burnley on the Thursday. Yeah. So Thursday night. Yeah. To, what, and then we've got, we're either going to play on the Saturday or Sunday. So we've got a day or two days in between playing Burnley in the league and playing in this FA Cup fourth round. Yeah, but if we draw, I mean, there must be some teams in the hat that we could draw and we'd want to play. You know what I mean? Like, I I, I can't think off the top of my head who went, oh, well, Crawley. Like, what, if we draw Crawley. Or Chorley. I mean? Like, they not need that. Chor- yeah, Crawley or Chorley. One of them. Crawley in the fourth round, Chorley in the fifth round. There you go. Okay. You, I've sorted it. There we go. And it was literally point. Like, yeah, yeah, you're right. If we draw Man United and Man City in a row, yeah, then okay. Suddenly I'm not quite as optimistic about that. But you know, in the fourth round, there's still a good opportunity. I mean, it never seems to happen for us, but there's a good opportunity to still draw a couple of teams that are essentially, whether you like it or not, potentially a bit of a buy. So yeah, you know, we'll see. One, one of those teams, Ben, and one manager that wants to play Liverpool is Blackpool and Neil Critchley. Um, would be nice to go yeah. full circle, you know, play Liverpool's under 23s mm-hmm. against Blackpool in the fourth round and go through to the fifth. Sound good? Yeah, uh, yeah, that sounds that sounds about right. Okay. Um, I'm I'm sure I'm sure Critchley will be um uh, looking forward to that one as well, yeah. Um because they who did they beat? They beat West Brom, didn't they? They beat Big Sam. Um oh, so, he's got one so up on Jurgen Klopp then, hasn't he? Uh, yeah, there's, um, there's, he'll be riding the crest of a wave in the FA Cup. So, yeah, um, th- th- look, there's plenty of names in the hat that Liverpool could draw and it would be perfectly acceptable. So let's just hope we get one of them. Hmm. Yeah, we'll have you covered. Or two of them. Yeah, two. We'll have you yeah. covered, as mentioned. Uh, some of your comments on Virgil van Dijk. Johnny Walker says, if you rush van Dijk back for April, uh, just for a couple of games, you'll have to play in the Euros and risk re-injury before 2021-22 season. Not worth it. Good point that. Didn't think about that. Uh, Stephen Somerville said, I wouldn't rush Virgil back for next game because players have to come back before with this injury and have struggled. I think we've seen that with the likes of Danny Ings, uh, Oxlade-Chamberlain and others have, have struggled. Uh, on the refs, Danny says it shows it how reaction referees are. Uh, they send players off because of reactions. and that, That's one thing I picked up on that, Ben, actually. When he said, I didn't look at the red card because none of the players were asking for it. That shouldn't be the case, should it? No, no. I mean, you know, the players, the referees shouldn't be, um, you know, they, they should be they should be in tuned and, and be able to remove themselves from that. And maybe that's something that's you know, partly a benefit of not having crowds there at the moment. The fact that, you know, in a, in a game where, you know, you're at Old Trafford or you're at Goodison or you're at Anfield, um, you know, you, you, in previously, I think referees might have been influenced, by, even if it's subconscious, they might have been influenced by crowds. But you know, that's that's not really a factor at the moment. No, just one final on that, uh, Jake uh, Bowler or Bowler, sorry, mate. Uh, it should be so much more transparent if referees' conversations were broadcast, especially during VAR, like they happen in rugby. I think something we both both call for that, haven't we, Ben? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It won't yeah. happen. I'd say, is it the A League? In they've done it as well. Yeah, well, there's, there's, like, there's that. that one clip, isn't there, that keeps there's, it. No, there's two. There's two now. There's, there's two. 
get getting yeah, on with it, well. see, right? Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah. Okay. The thing, the mad thing is that it, it is possible. It's like it's so easy to do, and yet they choose not to do it. So what? Like, I don't get it. But anyway. Just don't mic up Martin Tyler or mic up the referee instead. I think we'd all enjoy that. Do yeah, enjoy football? I'd enjoy that. Yeah. 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 Problem solved. Uh, and the FA Cup shoot Wisby says uh, we will get Everton, Man City will get Crawley. Didn't think about that, obviously. And Stephen Somerville again finally says before the quarterfinals, I hope we can get some lower teams because Genie has come out and said he wants to win it and the team haven't won it together yet. So like, to your point, Ben, you know, won everything else together, just get the FA yeah. Cup. No one's really asked about the Carabao Cup apart from Man City. So. That's, uh, that's that done. Uh, ben, thank you very much. Tom, thank you very much in the background. Thank you to you at home for listening and for watching. We'll be back on Friday, but obviously this afternoon we're going to do around the league. Tonight we'll do the live draw for the FA Cup. Uh, on Wednesday we'll do a bit more in-depth on those news, uh, transfer rumours and the Van Dyke stuff probably as well in the Reds News Roundup out on the website. Uh, we'll see you soon. Ta-ra.